It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Tom Kelly is with us, and he'll, we'll be talking to him regularly throughout the season. Boy, the uh, Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome is looking pretty good when you look at... We had that comment earlier today, Patrick. Same one, yeah. I said, tear down that dome. Yeah. Man, alive. This is... I I can't remember it being uh, this bad, the the forecast being as bad as it is right now, but you are starting about a week earlier than normal. Well, that's true, but uh, I think overall, if you, I guess we look back at the history of the home openers here for the new stadium we, we've been pretty fortunate I yes. think, overall so but it looks like it's catching up with us this week, <laughs> that's for sure. tell me about cold weather baseball beyond having the fellas drink some cups of coffee what uh, what was the strategy coffee's very popular <laughs> and uh the hand warmers were popular uh, a couple pair of socks i i tell you the wor- the worst though is when it's wet mm-hmm and if you're standing in the outfield and the uh, wet grass and things of that nature, it really gets ugly. So um, if the field's dry, it's not too bad. But when it's uh, the wind blows, as we all know here in the mm-hmm. upper Midwest, when the wind blows, things get a little ugly. So, <laughs> uh, you know, and I looked at the uh, forecast here, and I, I see where the wind's going to be 10, 12, 13 miles per hour. So uh, mm-hmm. it can't be too pleasant. No, and in the Pittsburgh weather forecast uh, for tomorrow, uh, you play in the morning, it snows, and then you play a 6 o'clock game, but the wind is uh, supposed to blow up to 27 miles an hour, yeah, so well, uh, good luck in the outfield, mm-hmm. fellas. Go get them. Yeah, good luck at everything. You know what happens? The wind starts blowing, and if you're standing in the batter's box, your eyes start to water <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, So it becomes unpleasant, but especially with the colder weather, so... Uh, but that's why they make the big money. So, yes, yes. Put the uniform on, do the best you can, and and no uh, bitching and moaning about it. Because same for both teams. So get out there and play. Uh, young Mister Barrios, that was pretty good. Yeah, he's uh, he's certainly the real deal. I think Patrick and we're all just waiting for that consistency. And uh, it looks like uh, well, we don't want one start make any judgments no. on that but we all know it's there and and i think we're just waiting for that consistency thing to come out and uh if you can get 33 34 starts whatever this year and and maybe have uh 20 games like he had uh, uh the other day uh, i think we all be really happy with that what uh what do you like best about uh his stuff is it the curve breaking ball or the whole thing i think he's uh I forget, somebody pointed it out the other day. Uh, 
uh, smooth delivery, nice and easy delivery, and it comes out of there uh, pretty quickly. You know, he's got a good strong arm with that whip action, and it comes out of there, his hand pretty good, and I think it explodes some. And uh, if he can just keep it in the strike zone and uh, locate it somewhat halfway decent, uh, uh, the breaking ball, the change up, uh, are certainly good pitches for him, and his fastball can be very alive. So uh, I'm not a fan of the two-seamer. Uh, he seems to have it under control a little bit better. We remember that pitch uh, the other day to Machado. Uh, he run one in there pretty good, and uh, that took care of Machado for the rest of the day. So uh, stuff like that, you know, it's okay on occasion, but I don't want to get too carried away with that two-seamer. Have you, uh, when, uh, a couple of years ago, did you get to meet him at all? Oh, yeah. 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 I, you know, we had conversation or two here and there. And, uh, yeah, he, I always felt he was a good good kid, and and uh, he did a lot of work. He always was uh, a stickler for the fundamentals and doing them right and uh, wanting to do them right. Uh, you know, you never had to go look for him, that's for sure. And, uh, he was... Uh, ready to go to work and and uh uh you know he sort of stood out to be honest with you and uh uh he seemed to have uh he was well advanced of some of the others that's for sure i mean he you know he he's the kind of guy you notice no question and uh it seemed like a heck of a kid i mean he was uh the place where we were at in fort myers he was around the corner there and he's got a couple little kids and they were out running around after every workout you saw him every day out there with yeah. hauling those kids around in the wagon and everything else he's uh yeah, looks good like a good uh, good dude yeah good for him yeah i was you know he seems that way and and uh uh, we're happy that he's on our team. That's for sure. Tom, you uh, had to be uh, you're as Mister Pitching as a guy who always uh, mm-hmm. says it's all about pitching. You had to be uh, very pleased with the efforts they uh, they made to improve the pitching during this off season. Yeah, you got to give uh, the front office uh, uh, and Jim Polad a lot of credit for spending uh, some money and going doing a few things and and certainly uh, trying to sew up the bullpen some and, and uh, uh, of course the starting rotation we were a little worried about but uh, when it got order Izzy and, and uh, signed Lind uh, it's certainly uh, a big plus no question uh, Lind may take a little bit to get going it, you know have to keep an eye on those fellows that were out yes. uh, for somewhat period of time in spring training and missed some spring you got to be fair and give them an opportunity. So can't go making too many quick judgments on uh, one or two starts. They're going to need some time, I'm sure, like most people would. So, uh, But uh, certainly uh, uh, Mr. Chad, uh, Thad, excuse me, Levine, uh, certainly went out to uh, uh, address the pitching, and he, he, sh- he sure did. And, and uh, you know, you got to like Reed for what he's done over the past, Part of his career, and and uh, uh, got the Duke, and and uh, so we'll see how Duke works out. You know, he seems like a, a cute lefty that we don't see much anymore. You know, those kind of guys where you throw it about 87, 86, 88, and you know try to trick them. Uh, there's not many of those guys around much. You know, everybody's 95. Yep. 
Hey, Rodney's uh, 41, uh, but uh, you 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 saw him plenty. Uh, you didn't want to get in a situation where he could throw you that changeup, probably. Yeah, especially huh? with his hat all pointed the other direction. <laughs> you know, really, he, he was an opportunity. We used to call that a neck breaker. He get all all out of whack and and start chasing that changeup, and his hat's funny. <laughs> so we had we had uh, you know those neck braces they put on you when you're in it. Yeah. and I, we don't. You know, wish that on anybody, but mm-hmm. uh, he put those neck braces on, and that's what we had in the dugout for a few guys. <laughs> put on this neck brace after coming back, trying to hit that changeup. Oh yeah, he won't. Uh, he won't make it uh, quick and easy, though. Usually speaking, well, lots of three-two counts. You know, so. I remember years ago, and, and fella, you remember very well, Bob uh, Buck Rogers. Yes, pitching. Uh, he was a coach here in Minnesota for a number of years. And he went on to manage in in, in Montreal, and uh, he, he I talked to him when we got Reardon in the trade, and he said, "Now the only thing you don't do, just don't get nervous when he throws ball one, ball two to each." <laughs> so, uh, you know, we were, we were you know you have to be sort of prepared for some of that, and, yeah. and uh, Earl Weaver, uh, as we know, went through that with uh, his guy. Uh, where he, what do you call him? Two pack, two pack, yeah. Don Don Stanhouse, Stanhouse, two packs. You know, twenty eight pitches later, <laughs> you know, you're out of the inning, but it took you twenty eight meters to get through. But uh, you know, so he, you know, there's some people that you know don't like to get it done in, in uh, seven eight minutes. Let's make it seventeen eighteen minutes. So, uh, but those fellows are out there, and, and they they get the job done, and. You just have to learn how to tighten your seatbelt a little bit. Uh, how do you like the lineup? Well, that's, <laughs> I'm, uh, let's face it, a dinosaur when it comes to those things. Uh, you know, I like the best hitter hitting third, and uh, sort of a power guy fourth, and somebody that can run first. And, you know, then you mix and match the best you can as you go. But, uh, you know, it's certainly different. Paul's marched up quite a few lefties in a row the first day or two against the righties and uh, I was sort of thought we were a little vulnerable if it got later in the game and somebody would bring in a lefty that's somewhat talented I thought we were might be caught a little bit uh, it certainly hasn't played out like that at all so uh, so far so good and I'm, I'm sure Pat they got those the metric things and and tell you who's supposed to hit certain spots and this and that. So I have to sort of bite my tongue when it comes to that. <laughs> but you know, I would probably try to restructure it a little bit different. But again, uh, it seems like hitting wise, we're doing okay. Uh, we're hitting some balls. We certainly put together a, a couple solid innings uh, this season so far, where we scored uh, crooked numbers. So that's always good. Uh- it was pretty good to see Kepler hit that oh. blistering line drive off a lefty. Yeah, you know, after uh, not. Well, that was it. a hanger. Let's say, yeah. you know, but he <laughs> certainly has had some terrific at bats. Uh, what was it opening day where he yeah. second game? He worked the or... count. He had eleven pitches, and and uh, I think he ended up walking. But uh, you know, he certainly has had some really competitive at bats, and and uh, you know, talking about a good kid, you know. Somebody can really makes it makes it easy to root for that young man. He's a 
he's a solid young man. I really like him a lot and hope he does really well. Uh, uh, Buxton, uh, you know, not, he didn't kill the ball in spring training, but man alive, he's figured out how to steal a base, huh? Oh, well, that should be illegal, what, what he does. <laughs> should be some kind of summons issued. Because <laughs> he can really run. It's really fun to watch. And it, it's hard not to watch the ball when it gets hit. And uh, But if if he's running the bases or hit the ball, it's you really need to train yourself to watch him and not the baseball. So uh, it really becomes entertaining once you can do that. But it takes a trained eye not to watch the baseball. Yeah, and uh, he's, uh, I don't know what the, they actually had him out and uh, they didn't uh, make the play in Baltimore, but I don't know what the streak is now, but he might steal 40. Oh, I, uh, I would think so. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's just starting to figure that stuff out. <laughs> unless you're really quick to home it's and your catcher's exceptional, I don't know if there's too many catchers in our league anymore that are exceptional. Uh, you know, the catcher from Kansas City who unfortunately got hurt. Uh, right. He's a talented guy, but after him, I'm not sure where you want to go in finding guys to, that can throw people out. You know, the Pudge Rodriguez's, uh, those fellows are not playing anymore. So, uh, you know, I... I if he just has a uh, an average type a year where he maybe hit 280, 290, and a uh, uh, little better knowledge of the strike zone, took some more walks here and there, uh, he's going to get on base and increase that average a little bit, and, and I think the base running, the stolen bases will all increase as well. All right. Hey, thanks, Tom. Hey, really quick, Patrick. i got to ask TK a quick question. TK, it's Reavers. Um, As a guy that has made many blunders managing town baseball teams over the years. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. No, (laughs) I was going to ask you a question, though, because Uh uh, I'm sure you've made a few mistakes that you look back on. Oh, for sure. I I can go to World Series and point a few out. (laughs) I I put the hit and run on with Kirby Puckett up (laughs) against uh, uh, the left-hander from Atlanta. Uh, and and of course Puck swung and hit the ball right on the third base and the and the fielder tagged third and, and Pedalton I think it was yeah. tagged third and threw the first double play. <laughs> now, you know how stupid was that? If I leave it alone, it would have been a double. But no, I got to start the runners, and 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 so the the fielder goes over to cover the bag, and here's the ball. You know, well, you know. where I was going with the TK was no, I, don't I think... made plenty. Go ahead. <laughs> what happened in Philadelphia? Have you ever brought in a relief pitcher who hadn't warmed up like Gabe Kapler did the other yes, day? Yes, you have. Yeah, I did. We made. Two trips. I went out to the mound in Kansas City and let Eddie Guardardo get. I blasted him and uh, came back off. And about three or four hitters later, such went and ran out. And I went, ah! and he went out. And that was the second trip. So you had to take him out. We had nobody warmed up. And we had to bring in Klingon back. Uh oh. You know. That's a shame. <laughs> but we, you know, I had to bring Klingon back in because we we sort of screwed up and, and made two trips because uh, I was a dumbass and ran out there the first time because I was 
sort of pissy about something, uh-huh. and and uh, so it was my fault eventually. But uh, you know, because I'm responsible. But uh, yeah, so I've done that. Now, Gabe, Gabe's uh, he's got the good looks and everything, so he'll get by. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, TK, we love you. All right, TK. Thanks. Right. Talk to you in a couple right. of weeks. Goodbye. I'm glad you asked that question. Thank oh, you. that was great. <laughs> You're on the ride with Roycey. He's an incredible troll. Oh, yes. He has cultivated and fertilized his inner troll on 1500 ESPN. And this portion of the ride with Roycey today is brought to you by our friends over at Menards. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. I'm comfortable being uh, around those guys now, and I know how it works. So, you know, I don't have to be nervous about how everything's going to go down, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and even during the week. Um, you know, I know, I know what it's like to play a PGA Tour round, and uh, I'm comfortable doing it. All right. This is a surprise winner of the Sports Person of the Day. Uh, Doc Redman. He is the defending uh, U.S. Amateur Champion. He won in a 37-hole final last year, and that gets you a, a you know, a spot in the uh, U.S. Amateur. And he will be playing tomorrow with uh, Sergio, the defending Masters champion, and Justin Thomas, who won uh, the PGA. Right? Didn't he win the PGA at the end of last yes, year? Yes, yes, he did. So those would be the two guys he playing. But I became curious about who is this D. Redmond. When I was looking at the pairings, I assumed he was the U.S. Amateur Champion, which he was. But then I got really worked up about Doc Redmond because he's a 21-year-old kid from Clemson. And I assumed his nickname was Doc, right? Sure, of course. But I couldn't find any references to his real name, Hmm. you know? Like Dennis William Doc Redmond, yeah, right? Dwight, Doc, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. Well, you know, lo and behold, it's his birth name. No. Doc Hudspeth Redmond, born on December 27, 1997, uh, amateur golfer, born in Raleigh, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. He now uh, plays for the uh, Clemson Tigers. He's only rated like uh, 30. Fifth or sixth among uh, world amateurs right now, but last year he was the number seventy player in the world. When he went to the U.S. Op- uh, U.S. Amateur, and they have you know they have qualifying and they have sixty four spots in the qualifying. He was sixty second in the qualifying. Wow! Looked like an afterthought. Ended up winning the uh, the uh, U.S. Amateur Championship. Beat a guy named Doug Gim of Arlington Heights. Uh, we're uh, at Riviera Country Club. Pretty good golf course. But anyway. Now, wait a minute. Let me ask about Doc. Did, uh, uh, like other athletes, did he have tremendous poise? I don't know if he had poise, but uh, I'm, I'm very, I'm very nervous about the name, but I can't find out why mom and dad decided to call him Doc. I just say, I, all I know is that's his given name. You might think Doc Redmond got the name Doc because of his ability to play golf with the precision of a surgeon. You'd be wrong. 
Doc is his given first name, and it just seems to fit perfectly, especially blah, blah, blah. Doc Hudspeth Redman uh, is uh, at Clemson and uh, the defending champ. And tomorrow, or, or Thursday at the Masters, he'll be playing with Sergio and Justin Thomas. And I don't think he'll probably be around for Saturday sure. and Sunday. So enjoy him while you can. But we wanted him to, along with his uh, U.S. Amateur Championship trophy, we wanted to give him something else to remember this Masters by, so he is the sports person of the day. I got another link. I'll, I'll attempt another yeah. link then as to why he, he his given name is Doc. Much yeah. like Rodney Klein Carew was birthed on a train yes. and his middle name was after the doctor who delivered him. How yes. about mom just went, he's Doc. named after Doc. Maybe Doc made it a pain-free delivery. There you go. She said, you're Doc. That's it. Anyway, very <laughs> odd. Because, you know, there's a lot of guys that... There aren't many... 20-year-olds with the nickname Doc. And Doc's a great nickname. You know, nickname. Julius Irving wasn't Doc. Until he was uh, a until pro. Until he was like 27 right. or something like that and had done incredible things. Uh, this guy's just Doc when he's a five-year-old well, kid. And Joey D. Your guy, Joey, Joey D. D. The Doc of Rock. Yes. Joey D. had to earn that. <laughs> of course, Joey D. is now the Doc of Saturday Sports Talk. But before that, he was in at Bemidji State the at the at the university radio station. He was the Doc of Rock, and that's why he's Doc. And I gotta say, Saturday Sports Talk. I don't miss Judd. I like Judd. I don't miss Joe. Ah, Saturday Sports. Don't talk. miss Rook. I don't miss Rook. I miss seeing my weekly visit with the Doc of Rock. It- Doc, Joey. There aren't Joey many better D, guys the in the industry Just than the Doc. the Doc. Yeah. I, like, I like Doc because Doc still, after all these years, I'll give you that good pause before the before you get back from the break and stuff. I like the Doc. I like the Doc because he takes it as seriously as I do. You know why? Right. He keeps you on your toes. He does keep you I on filled your... in for the Doc last this past Saturday, and it just wasn't the same. Those way are large too... shoes, my yeah, friend. Huge too... shoes to fill in. I'm for. sure it was way too efficient. All right. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, congratulations to Doc Redman. Johnny Height with a sports update. Thank you, Patrick. This update sponsored by KFC. KFC's $20 fill-ups will feed a family of four with eight pieces of delicious Kentucky Fried Chicken, two sides of taters and gravy, coleslaw, and four flaky biscuits for just $20. So stop into a KFC, treat yourselves to a $20 fill-up. KFC, it's finger-licking good. Jimmy Butler took full contact in today's practice, first time since he injured his knee, February 23rd. He will have to be uh, get some game clearance from the team physician before he plays in a game. Uh, Butler said the Wolves need to play with more toughness. Said it's on each individual player to find that extra gear this time of year. Point guard Jeff Teague still sidelined with a sore knee. He did practice a little bit this morning. Uh, no contact, though. He sat out the loss to Utah on Sunday. Uh, Some Vikings notes, Pro Football Talk reporting that Vikings coach Mike Zimmer uh, said Jarek McKinnon is a player he would have loved to continue coaching. McKinnon, of course, got a four-year, $30 million contract from the 49ers. Uh, McKinnon's former coach, Zimmer, thinks the 49ers will get their money's worth. He said he's a great kid. He works hard. We're going to miss him. A lot of people were surprised McKinnon got so much money. Uh, Zimmer said, I knew he was going to get money. I obviously didn't know it was going to be that high, but he's worth it. He's a good kid. Like he also said that uh, 
Uh, he doesn't want to have the in-game videos available. Yeah. Because it, it, it makes it too easy to coach. Yeah. He wants to outsmart those other guys. Yeah. He said anybody can coach if they have that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Vikings He's also become quite the straight shooter this offseason. <laughs> yes, he I'm sure much to the consternation oh. of uh, General Manager Spielman. And that's why we love it even more. Who, as we used to say in full of Minnesota, wouldn't say bleep if he had a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> Those old sayings from uh, your yes. generation. Well, not your. I'm in your yeah, generation, sure. but our parents' generation. Yes. I, I shared some of those with my child about two mm-hmm. weeks ago. He just looked at me like I was mm-hmm. nuts. It's so. the best part about being a part of a town baseball team. Oh, Are you kidding yeah. me? Beat yeah. him like a beat him like a rented mule. mule. <laughs> Never saw a rented mule in my life, but <laughs> I've said it a million times. <laughs> my usual favorites are. This guy couldn't hit if. Mm-hmm. There's several that will follow that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vikings are spending today and tomorrow hosting potential draft targets at the new practice facility uh, in Egan. It's part of their top 30 event. Uh, the team brings in 30 allotted pre-draft visits. Oh, is this where we start saying, hey, this guy's here, but we're really not interested in him. We're throwing him off the scent. Yes. Uh, this uh, visit lets uh, coaches spend some time with the players and see how they interact with each other. I would imagine it's easier to hide visitors out at the new place than it was anywhere else unless they want to, uh, unless they want to uh, let you know that they're visiting. You know. In hey. fact, wasn't it Lasorda? That said, Bavakwa couldn't hit water. He fell out of a bleeping canoe. Yes, yeah. he did. Say that. He did say that. Uh, there's an NFL trade to report we this afternoon. We say, yeah, they played like a bunch of sick whores. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, we, were, we were 14. Yeah, That's sure, right. We weren't sure. adults. You know, sure. we we're the same age as this tweeter here. Depends on Debison. <laughs> NFL trade this afternoon. The New England Patriots are trading receiver Brandon Cooks to the Los Angeles Rams for the 23rd overall pick in this year's NFL draft. What the hell? As if, I, if I was Brady, I'd give up. Right? I got a theory. Amendola's gone. Cooks is gone. They're going to get Beckham because now they have two first-round picks. Oh, you think so? That's what oh. they're going to do. I didn't even think about that. Mark it down. That's a prediction. That's a, a Reeves, hot take. That's a Reeves bomb. This is the one guy that Belichick can't handle. Beckham? Beckham. Can't handle But Beckham. it's just like Randy. No. Randy was a little older by then. He wasn't well, quite true, as goofy. But this kid is goofier than Randy. He'll be he'll play the straight arrow for a year and then he'll I be goofy. Know. And the, the thing with Randy too is I think that ex- those two years in Oakland kind of humbled Randy a little bit. Yeah, that's true too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a part of this deal, uh, the 23rd pick, as I said, in the over, overall 23rd pick in the draft goes to the Rams, as does the 2018 fourth-round pick from New England. Uh, also, New England gets a sixth-rounder back to uh, from the Rams. Huh? Just you, over you here. might be pretty good. Did you hear that somewhere, or did you think of that all yourself? I was just <laughs> thinking, as Johnny was reading that, I thought, well, because... I'm pretty convinced that the Giants are going to end up trading him because they want to move on from that headache. <laughs> yes. Uh, just over a year ago, New England acquired Cooks from the Saints for their own first-round pick. The team's also swapped mid-round selections in that deal. He had one season with them, 65 catches, 1,082 yards, and seven touchdowns. Uh, also 10 catches for 155 yards in the postseason. Postseason ended early, though. Uh, he sustained a concussion in the Super Bowl against the Eagles. Odell's mom... My pal, yeah, that's right. My pal Heather Van Norm Norman 
didn't flick his ear often enough when he was a little kid. <laughs> didn't go up and give a little, you know, the little, the middle finger right up there, and you just whack the ear. Because you know? the middle finger is the one that you really generate yeah, the power, power with. Yeah. Yeah. You get the yeah. boom. Twins. It is a shame because he is such a good player. <laughs> yeah. Twins are off today. They'll play Pittsburgh again tomorrow night. Then they'll come home to open their home season against Seattle on Thursday. Twins 2-2 two and two at this point. Uh, we do have some day games today. Royals shut out the Tigers 1-0. Uh, the Yankees uh, lead Tampa Bay 4-2 in the top of the 6th. Seattle leads the Giants 6-1 to one in the 6th inning. Mariners with 4 in the 1st in that one. And Boston-Miami just underway. Chris Sale on the mound for Boston uh, already with a 1-0 lead against the Marlins. All righty. Thank you, Johnny. You bet. You're along for the ride with Royce. I had some boring radio, boy. Yeah, I know. On 1500 ESPN. The ride with Royce now continues. First of all, 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. It's time for late hits. I mean, I'm, I'm this close to returning to the floor. And, and playing again, I love being out there uh, with the soldiers that go through it uh, every day in practice, every day in the game. That's what I miss more than anything, just out there competing with those guys. That is Jimmy Butler after practice today. The uh, Timberwolves uh, heading out tomorrow to Denver. They will play them Thursday night. And uh, Jimmy saying that he's uh, fairly close. And uh, somebody asked him about rushing back. And... Uh, he said, you know, he didn't want to rush back, but then he quoted his old teammate, Nate Robinson. This is where you got to love Jimmy. He's an odd guy. He says, sometimes you got to risk it for a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> That's a, Apparently, he stole that from the loquacious little fella, Nate Robinson, who was, sometimes you got to risk it for a biscuit. And didn't so. Nate host a show with uh, Carlos Boozer now, doesn't he? Isn't he a, a does he? A, well, he's a very talkative guy, so he might be. Because that's where we know. got the uh, the Boozer story about Prince renting out his house a couple of weeks ago. Oh, it was okay. on the Nate Robinson and Carlos Boozer. I don't know if it's a podcast or what the deal is, but they do have a show together. The former teammates in Chicago, yeah. Robinson and Boozo, um, Boozer. Hell, he was wasn't Nate? Somebody signed him for a while last year, right? Wasn't he still around? Oh, sure. I'm, I bet he was, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was. Uh, he didn't. He wouldn't go away. He was a cockroach man. He wouldn't I, go away. I'll tell you what. Though you can you can find some fault with Tom Thibodeau on a lot of things, but getting Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. boy, they 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 need him bad. They yeah, need him they bad. Do. I wonder. I wonder if you just kind of toss that Denver game and then have him for the last three, maybe, you know, and when they say, okay, we got to win the last three, got to beat the Lakers the next night, and then we got to come home and win two. We got to beat yeah. Denver back here. Yeah, maybe. You know, I don't know because that. That Denver game, the odds are probably against you anyway. Denver plays tonight against Indiana. And Denver is really, really good at home. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. You got to win. Uh, you got to win three of your last four, but you might want to win the last three. Yep. Uh, my favorite closer, probably since Mariano, is Kenley Jansen. I just love his stuff and the yeah. way that power, that ball, the way that breaking that cutter of his finishes is un. Believable. Plus his fastball, it looks like it weighs about seven hundred pounds. Yeah, <laughs> finishes that cutter, yeah. just go Ugh, mm-hmm. and everything. You know, he just yeah, it feels like. How'd you like to be hitting against him? For instance, in October, Thursday, <laughs> yeah, right. Thursday at Target Field. <laughs> but he blew one last night, so he's been out twice this year, 
and he's got a loss and a blown save. Last night, he blew a three-run lead in the bottom of the ninth at the Diamondbacks when Chris Owings hit a three-run homer off him. And then the Diamondbacks went and won in the 15th, beat the Dodgers 8-7 to uh, So early this morning, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, we're getting closer and closer. Guy on second. Yes. We've yeah. had 15 innings. We've had 17 innings. Oh, you're making me cringe. The, uh, the Diamondbacks were down to their last player, Jeff Mathis, who's got about the same chance to get a hit as I do, <laughs> but he drove in the winning run, uh, in the, and he was going to come in to pitch in the 16th inning, but he got the winning hit. Uh, so the uh, Dodgers uh, get beat. Uh, Dodgers have had a very odd season. They had the... First two games where they got shut out by the Giants, mm-hmm. lost two one to one one to nothing games. Now they're in Phoenix. They got beat last night in fifteen innings, but uh, I, I wouldn't worry about. Uh, uh, Kenley Jansen blew one save in forty two chances last year, and uh, I wouldn't worry about him. Uh, we've re- we've said this uh, earlier today. Uh, Tiger will be paired with Mark Leishman and Tommy Fleetwood at the Masters. On Thursday, uh, nine eight forty three back here. I don't know how we watch that. Uh, then uh, Sergio and Justin Thomas are in the same group. Right after that, Bubba Watson, Henrik Stenson, Jason Day is another one. Uh, Phil is with Ricky Fowler and Matt Kuchar. Uh, Rory McIlroy is uh, with uh, Adam Scott. And uh, later on, Dustin Morris, Dustin Johnson is with Justin Rose and that uh, other, that Spanish fella, Cabreo Bello. And uh, McElroy is with uh, Ram. Uh, Ram is in there with him, too. So uh, 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 exciting day at the Augusta comes Thursday. Thanks to Mark Wicker for uh, checking in with us. And uh, I'm sure the fellas are having a good time down there. I didn't realize that uh, South Dakota is looking for a new basketball coach. You know, South Dakota and South Dakota State have done pretty dang well. Yeah, they have. In going up to Who was D- their coach? D1 Athletics, a guy named Craig Smith, and he got the Utah State job, so they're trying to hire a new coach. But uh, What are your sources telling you? Uh, who's going to get the job? Yeah. Well, if he doesn't get the Florida International job, sure, sure. I wouldn't be surprised to see if Richard Pedino will take the job, but... You know, Tubby went back to High Point. Did he really? And I saw on Twitter that uh, that there's a lot of rumors that Richard Pitino might go back to Florida International now that that job opened up. So let me ask you a question. If if Florida International is going to send the, the, the prop plane, the crop <laughs> yes, duster, the prop day, what does yeah. South Dakota send when they're trying to get a coach in for an interview? Well, they got... Uh, Denny Sanford, they might send a private That's jet. True. They they got, might. They, South Dakota and South Dakota State both got Denny in their pocket. So, so they they have better uh, amenities than yes. most oh, schools. Yeah, it's not well, like Iowa State when they tried to hire. The, the thing, <laughs> the thing I'm wondering about is, is South Dakota will they be interested in Richard Pitino? Because they remember beat they yeah. beat him. Yeah. Both both Dakota both South Dakota schools came into Williams Arena and back. beat the Golfers two, two years ago. South Dakota schools, yes. And uh, I think we looked it up, and the two South Dakota schools, schools against Gopher basketball were like 0-51 before, uh, before they beat them both. But, but that was Tubby's fault. That was Tubby's. But Tubby left them with, uh, with nothing. That 8-23 and season wasn't Richard's fault. That was Tubby's fault. What kind of buyout so. did Tubby get at High Point? 
No, he's leaving for High Point. He got a nice buy. He got a. That's huge, what I mean. He got a huge buyout at Memphis. Re- oh, you mean if he yeah. leaves High Point? Yeah. I think a ham sandwich, you know, <laughs> which is fine with him because I think Memphis owed him nine, right? And he's probably like still that, getting yeah. money from Texas Tech. Oh yeah, Texas. No, well he left, no, he Texas, left Texas, Texas Tech. Oh, that's true. He might yeah. have had to pay them. Okay, the buyout. He so he had to get his them. money back. Yeah, he had to pay them a little buyout. But yeah, Memphis owed him a big ton of money. And you know what? I feel like Tubby's going to coach at High Point for like. Oh, 10, 10, years. 10 12 yeah. years. He'll be like Raleigh Massimino, who just died, but he was still coaching that team down in uh, Florida when he was 88 or something like that. Because well, they just gave him something to do. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the wife wants him home. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, she seems like a nice gal. She's probably got her own deal going. And she, I mean, you, you need know, to go coach. So, yeah, tell me, you guys, yeah, well, high, but let's go back to high point. Well, how long was Howard Schnellenberger at FAU? Remember that? Remember yeah. he was he was coaching FAU when they beat Brew right in in 07? Worst, the worst mistake anybody ever made. But he got some money. But he left Miami, where he was God, to coach the Miami. What were they? F- screaming Eagles, weren't they going to be in the in the uh, USFL? USFL, and they never got off the ground. Wow! They never. Co- he got a little bit of a settlement, but he you know. And then then he ended up going to Oklahoma and. All they want you to do there is to go forty four and oh, you know. Right. So that would didn't work out for him. But yeah, good luck at high point, Tubby. And uh I I think uh, Coyle better be proactive here to try to keep uh, Richard Patino away from Florida International. I'm hearing hot rumors. I think you know, I don't know if Doogie's on this one or not. I might have to tell Oh, him you to better give him that try and find a scoop, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll be back. the ride with Roycey. Let's hear the boys' daily complaints. What do you got, Manny? My daily complaint, boys, was uh, formulated about a half an hour ago. It is that in my almost 34 years of life, I have never gotten a chance to sit and watch a ball game with Tom Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) I want to sit and just watch a baseball game with that man. He is hilarious and awesome, and I'm so glad we got him back for this And insightful. He will will teach you things. uh, I said that the two guys who taught me something about baseball were Gene Mock and Tom Kelly. I'm rambling on, and I don't mean to, but uh, we wish Danny well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what do you got, Chris? Uh, I'm going to piggyback. <laughs> My daily complaint is that Tom Kelly's not on this show every bleeping day. <laughs> well, we get bored with each other. <laughs> I'm going out to cut grass. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> it was fun. Here's mine, and this is an old argument. I just looked up here in the San Francisco 49ers who came to San Francisco in 1958 okay. are celebrating what they are calling their 60th anniversary in 2018, except that's your 61st season right you've got to count 58 now a lot of people do that they go they go okay they 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 must have had something going on last year that they wanted to celebrate mm-hmm. instead 2017 so then they well, say it's probably one of their is, most recent world yeah, series this victories. Our, uh, when was their first world series 2010 right uh, okay 2000 i don't know what yeah. it was i don't know what it was but this is your 61st season you got to this is our, you know, you got to celebrate your 60th year. I've had that argument because the Twins way back celebrated their 25th season in 86, I believe. No, that was your 26th season. Well, that's right. in 61. Because I remember the logo on the, the, yes, the patch yeah, on the yeah, uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got to count the year that you were started. Yeah, because the Vikings, <laughs> the Vikings did their 50th year, celebrated their 50th year in 
in 2010. Yes, they were right. Yeah. The only thing they've ever been right about in their lives. They were right. They were right. I wonder if the 49ers, I wonder if they just forgot. They just weren't paying. No, this is the Giants. The Giants. You mean the the Giants? Yeah, it's the Giants, 58. No, the Giants came in 58. And and they're celebrating their 60th anniversary. I wonder if they but just maybe they just forgot. Maybe they no, were just like ah. they, they're just so precious. It's because out there. they want to look pretty with the numbers <laughs> yeah, being yeah, similar. The same, what it yeah, is. if yeah. you do 17, then people say, "Wait a minute, what the hell now?" 1958. I'm so old. I remember the trauma of the Dodgers and the Giants leaving though for the West Coast. What was more, how are we going to get those airplanes all the way over the Rocky Mountains? What was more? Guys? What was what received more backlash? The Giants or the Dodgers moving? Oh, uh, Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah, Dodgers. Because the Dodgers had been eminently more successful in the fifth. Than the Giants had, But sure. the, the Giants did have a pretty good center fielder that people hated to see leave. Right. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands. Like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home. Or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.